From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now! Howdy! How are you? Great. I don't know why I'm yelling. Fucking great! We, uh... <laughs> There's so much to get to in this episode of After 9. We're going to be talking a little bit about OnlyFans. We're going to be talking about music, because Apple Music is out with their year-end list. We're going to talk about math, which is unfortunate what? for new teachers. I didn't but... sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to get to Corey, Corey, uh, Perry. Corey Perry yeah. coming up, too, from the formerly of the Chicago Blackhawks. All that and more right here in this episode of After 9. First off, how you doing? You good? I'm great. Almost the end of the month. Are we all right? I feel good. I feel really good. I'm a, I'm a Christmassy person, though, so I have a lot to look forward to. It's one of those months for me, like leading up to Christmas, where I fucking love it. I've got plans every weekend. I get to see family and friends, which for the most part I enjoy. Yeah, just things are good. Good. I feel like it's important to check in on people, especially right now, because yeah, there's so many people agreed. going through so many things. And one of the things that I've noticed a lot of, tell me if you've seen this, too. Now I'm starting to see the memes and things circulating online, reminding people it's not about getting everything you want. It's about being happy for everything you have. In other words, we're setting up for a very inexpensive Christmas this year. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because like no. I don't know, for me, some of my best memories at Christmas have z- cutting out your childhood before you turn like up to 10 years old, let's say. Some of the best moments are just moments with right you get to hang out with your cousins you get to see your, your you know your grandparents maybe spoil you and now maybe you're a parent and you get to spoil your kids or maybe you get to see your nieces and nephews or your friends I mean whatever that is for you just having that I think alone and that doesn't cost anything just to spend time together it costs money to host shit together I'll tell you that much because I'm hosting some events this year however I don't know it's worth it to see family and friends in my mind is this the year where we uh break some typical social norms and say, hey, I'll host, but everybody's got to chip in. Everybody bring 20 bucks or everybody's got to bring a dish or something like that. I think there's like nothing that. wrong with that. If you're hosting, then you can ask for whatever you want. Like if, if I go to an event and they're like, guys, you mind chipping in? Nope, I don't mind at all. That's fine. I understand what it takes to host. There's some people who never host things. And those are the people who really, truly don't understand. Or they're like, let me just take over your kitchen and do that. You know what? Why don't you ask for Just ask first, unless they tell you to. Just chill the fuck out because they got a system going here. Well done. Just stop it. It's going to be a great Christmas if you are a banker because they're doing quite well right now. Ah. This is the week where the quarterly profit numbers come out. Yesterday, Scotiabank reported their numbers, Cat Revenue in that 16 weeks. That's it. 16 weeks. Went from $7.63 billion dollars to $8.31 billion. <laughs> Looks like they're preparing for a wave of bad debt, though, Cat, because they set aside more than double the typical amount that they set aside for bad loans. In other words, like foreclosed upon houses, repossessed cars, lines of credit that can't get paid. They're now budgeting $1.26 billion at just one bank for all the defaults that are coming. And it's not just the banks that are preparing for the defaults. So is the government. Yesterday, the uh, president of the Treasury, Anita Anand, MP for Oakville, came out and talked a little bit about the banks. Another sort of junk fee, and that is non-sufficient fund fees charged by banks, or the NSF fees, that you may have experienced. These fees, which can currently be as high as $50, with no limit to how many times they can be applied, disproportionately impact Canadians with low income, or those who may not have 
access to overdraft protection due to their credit history. In an age where automated withdrawals are so frequently used for paying bills, Canadians should not have to carry the additional burden of worrying about an extra $50 that will come out of their account if their payment for their hydro bill does not go through. We would like to see Canadian financial institutions respond to another sort of... Um, I'm going to suggest that it's not about just getting the financial institutions, the banks, to respond. Order them. Order them. I don't understand why we're still screwing around with these banks. I just told you the numbers. In 16 weeks, one bank made $8.31 billion. Scrap all those fees. No more NSF fees. And by the way, $50 for an NSF is completely obnoxious. That's not right. It's predatory. Uh, and I don't care what's in your account, how much money you have. It shouldn't matter. That's insane. That's insane to me because you're already paying fees on top of that. You're already paying to have your money in the bank, you know? We have got to get to a point where the government stops asking and starts telling, especially with these conglomerates that are making so much money. The government has no problem ordering around small businesses. I don't understand why they won't stand up to the banks. Here's what you do. Hey, banks, no more NSF fees. That's just flat out all there is to it. There is no NSF fees. We've been allowing this to be charged for too long. You also, and, and there is some language about this in the fall fiscal update from last week, no more charging fees for people that are really struggling on their mortgage. You can't charge interest on interest. You can't, because they extend the amortization period, you can't treat that as a new mortgage and charge them a massive penalty to break their current mortgage to start the new longer mortgage. No more of that. They got to go after these banks, Cat, because it seems like Everything for the last two years with these interest rates has been nothing but a gift to the bank. They're making more money than ever before. And now we're asking them to stop charging NSF fees to people who are low income? Come on. This should be a no-brainer. Should be a no-brainer. Let's talk about math for a second, Kat. Um, do we have to? <laughs> well, this is good because it's math that doesn't affect you. The Ontario top court has upheld mandatory math tests for new teachers. So a lower court had ruled that the test was unconstitutional because it had a, this is craziness, it had a disproportionate impact on racialized teachers. So now nobody has to take a math test because certain races didn't do well on it. Seriously? Well, the, the appellate court has now agreed with the province who appealed it. Uh, now the court and the government agree that, no, it's perfectly reasonable to ask a teacher to write a test and demonstrate their skills before they're considered a teacher. The teacher unions objected to this being applied broadly to all teachers. They made the point, why would a kindergarten teacher need to learn high school math? Is that a reasonable argument or is it perfectly reasonable to expect that anybody who wants a certificate that allows them to teach in Ontario must know the basics of reading and math. I mean, yeah, yeah. Look, yes and no. I mean, if you're teaching grade two math, you know it's extremely different from grade 10 math. If that was me and I was used to being a grade two math teacher, I would hope for, to God that I myself wanted to brush up on what grade 10 math is like. And before I teach it, I'd be okay with having people quiz me if, if, that, was, if that was needed. And by all means, if you're teaching something, you should know it. However, I mean, in certain cases, I know school systems are kind of desperate to just get people in. So that's probably where we came up with 
there being teachers who don't know. How many teachers did you have that you don't think actually knew the subject they were teaching? Oh, a ton. I could tell you a bunch. A ton. So it's not like this is anything new. No, but I don't think there's anything wrong with having a basic minimum standard for this great vocation. Hey, if you want that calling, if you want to to be an educator and get all the, the things that come with it, like the summer's off and the Christmas break and the spring break and all that, if you want to have all of that, you just have to demonstrate you know the basics of math and reading. I'm shocked anybody would fight that. You would think anyone who wants to be entrusted with the care of yeah. educating younger people would have to be competent in all areas, and the test is the only way to prove it. Sure. I don't think it's a problem. The court doesn't think it's a problem. The government doesn't think it's a problem. And now it's going to go ahead. The thing is, it only applies to new teachers. It's not like older or existing teachers ah. are going to have to go back and get retested. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Sometimes the old, the teachers who have been doing it a long time, some of them are so good, right? Because they just know what they're doing. It's like it's like being a veteran in any, any way, shape, or form of what you do. When you walk in, you can pretty much do it with your eyes closed, right? Yeah. But there are some who... Probably could use a brush up or two, but if it's not put in place for them, they won't. Yeah, myself included. I couldn't do grade 10 math now. That's why I failed it the first time. I had to take it in night well, you school. Don't, <laughs> you don't teach it to anybody, thankfully. Thankfully. Thank, and thankfully, I don't either. But you know what, though? If I ever decided I wanted to be a teacher, even if I was going to teach English, which I ex- excelled at, even if I was going to do that. Yeah, you'd brush up, right? Yeah, yeah, but it also wouldn't be unreasonable for them to say, before we give you a certificate that allows you to teach yeah. just about anything, yeah. you need to prove that you know the math. And, yeah. and I would study for the test, and that would be the end yeah, of it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it looks like we are not going to get a pharmacare plan passed by the end of the year. Uh, that was a promise that was made from the Liberals to the New Democrats in Ottawa. The coalition between the NDP and Liberals included a commitment to pass a Canada Pharmacare Act by the end of 2023. Well, it appears everyone in Ottawa just looked at the calendar and realized, oh, shit, we don't have enough time to do it. So now no pharmacare. Uh, Corey Perry. No, are we doing this? Let's do it. I can't wait. I couldn't wait. I wanted to, we wanted to do this earlier in the week. Listen, guys, we wanted to do this earlier in the week, but news was coming down pretty like fast and furious rumors and stuff like that. We wanted to kind of gather ourselves and hear from the Blackhawks first before we started talking about it, especially considering we knew yesterday doing the pod that that was going to happen. So we held off and we waited long enough, Scott, I think personally. So can we? Can I kind of give the gist of, of the rumors first before you get into the facts? Because we want to do facts here. It's important. Can I just cover off the legal angle on this? Yes. Just quickly. Oh, you're right. I, I just want to say, do listen, there are a lot of rumors circulating about what led up to Corey, uh, Corey Perry being released from the Chicago Blackhawks. A lot of rumors. And at the end of the day, there's probably only two, maybe three people that actually know what happened. But one thing you can't deny... The rumor is everywhere, and all of the rumors, including from some pretty well-connected hockey insiders, are saying the same thing. So while we don't know it to be true per se, there's certainly enough rumors out there that it's being talked about. That Corey Perry might have had sex with Connor Bedard's mom. Corey Perry's a motherfucker, according to reports. Now listen, hang on. <laughs> let me just let me just tell you what the exact specifics on this were, because they are quite specific, Scott. So okay. I, they do these um, special getaways with the players, and it's supposed to bring the teams together. It's hard, right, when your loved one is on the road, right? So you're the wife of, a, of an NHL player, you're the mother or father. 
they do these appreciation themed weekends. Which is great. The fact that yeah. I, I've been on a couple of those actually. And the fact that that you can say, Dad, you're coming on the road with the Toronto Maple Leafs, or Mom, you're coming on the road with the Chicago Blackhawks. They always pick good cities. They're not going to stick you in fucking Minnesota or something like that. They'll take you down to Florida or they'll take you somewhere nice. You uh, spend some time with your kid or your your partner and watch them play and you sit in a box and then everybody flies home on a charter. It's great. We just lost our Minnesota audience. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, in Minnesota, in the kidding. winter is shit. Yeah, it's like Winnipeg. It's great. So so that's what they do. And it's very nice. And they take them to dinner, like you said. Like they, they treat them like, you know, stars and, and good for them. And so it should be. And they have the Father's Weekends. And not too long ago was Mama's time. So the rumor is that... Indeed, Connor Bedard's mom, who's got to be, I don't know, in her 40s of some early 40s, mid 40s, whatever, doesn't matter. But we all know Corey Perry. For those who don't know, actually, maybe you don't realize he's a veteran player. He's old for hockey, if you will. I think he's around my age. So that's old for hockey. He's like 36, 37 years old, I think. Maybe 38. I spent a day with Corey Perry a couple of years ago, and he was old then. He was doing a, a charity hockey thing and a commercial for gum. And even at the time, I thought, oh, he's getting up there. So there's these veteran players. I mean, some of the best ones in the league, by the way. I mean, sure. you name it, are around that age. Sidney Crosby is one of them. Alex Ovechkin, to yeah. name, just to name a couple. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really great veteran players. And Corey Perry's brought in this team. What they do usually with these vets is, hey, it's a great way for them to mix and mingle with the younger players and moral support and blah, blah, blah. So such is the case for Corey Perry. He's not like the best player in the league by any means, but he's good for them mentally in a dressing room, etc. However, <laughs> apparently, he's he's been known the last couple of years to have spend a lot, put a lot of attention on the moms in the group. Let's Uh. just put it that way. This is, this is, this is my sort rumors, source allegations, allegedly. Can I just preface all of that by saying, but apparently it's not the first time that he's at least tried, but in this particular case, according to the rumor, he tried and did it. And by did it, I mean her, her, the mom of this child (laughs) no he's not a child but uh this young man so if your teammate scores with your mom who is married i believe still to his father is she that's what i heard but i don't know i don't know she's a hottie i don't know if that's true wow well i mean if if that's true though like that's just like that broke up (laughs) doesn't mean the vets get to have sex with her i'm just saying she's an attractive woman that would i know a lot of women like that though though that would blow every one of them if they if they would at that age really they don't yes really? i met one i'm not even going to talk about it on here because she could be listening but I'll, I'll tell you about it another time so anyway listen that's the rumor you fucked her that's the rumor so connor probably found out and something went down behind the scenes according to this rumor okay but we need to stress that because this rumor circulated so fast and quickly once Corey Perry was put, what was the first form of action there, Scott? He was uh, put on. He was suspended. From he the was team. suspended first. He was suspended from the team first. So when that came down, everyone was talking about these rumors that at mom's weekend, he had sex with Connor Bedard's mom. Connor wasn't saying anything. No one was saying anything up until yesterday when they, when they talked about it, the Blackhawks, I mean, but didn't talk about it. And you can find this anywhere you want. I'm looking at a CNN article, but my goodness, of course, here in Canada, we got Sportsnet covering and TSN covering it. We're having a bit of a problem with our news being blocked in this country. Everyone. Yeah, we are. But guys, look it up for sure. And I'm sure our global um, sports area there, they all have it too. Uh, a spokesperson for the NHLPA um, said they are reviewing the matter. Now, what the hell is the matter? 
that's what they're not telling us. And that's what makes people seem so sketchy. They say, this is an individual personnel matter. I will not be able to disclose any details related. Uh, thank you, everyone. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to play the news conference if you want it. Oh, sure. Fine. Let's do it. Okay. This is the GM of the Chicago Blackhawks yesterday. For being here today. Um, first and foremost, I want to start off by reiterating the organization is committed to a culture of accountability and upholding our values across our employees and players both on and off the ice. Last week, management was notified of possible misconduct by Corey Perry. We immediately pulled him from the game and conducted an internal investigation. Upon learning the uh, findings of the investigation, we made the decision to terminate his contract. As this is an individual personnel matter, I will not be, be able to disclose any details related to the initial reporting, investigation, or the findings. However, I do want to be very clear on this one point. This does not involve any players or their families, and anything that suggests otherwise or anyone that suggests otherwise is wildly inaccurate, and frankly, it's disgusting. Uh-huh. Get out of here. Uh-huh. Listen, You've heard the rumors, here, too. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's the loophole. You ready for my, my thought on the loophole here? Give it to me. Is that it might be that they put him, they gave him this punishment for something he did involving personnel. It doesn't mean that that rumor is still not true. It could have something could have happened following that that led to an altercation or something. However, my question to you guys is, please help me out with this. DM, whatever. What could be so bad that he did that would terminate his contract, but yet no legal filings of any kind have been brought to light here? There's no ramblings of him punching someone in the face, for example. Wouldn't you... Wouldn't there be something legal to go with that? Why wouldn't they tell us what it is if they want to diminish this rumor or, or make this rumor disappear? Why wouldn't they just say, hey, actually he pissed in, the, in front of this guy's door because he hates him or said something else that maybe wouldn't warrant a charge but would get him terminated from the team? Why wouldn't they just say what it is so these rumors will stop? And I bet you Connor Bernard, if the rumors are false, want them to say something too. Yeah, I bet he that's does as mom, well. That's his fucking mom. Yeah. The only time I've ever seen this happen... It wasn't because somebody had sex with another player's mom. It's usually in these cases because they said or did something controversial in public. It could have been a DUI or something. I've, I've seen players released from contracts for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Also for uh, racial uh, motivated things right. and stuff like that. Right. So none of that would warrant a charge per se, but it is enough to violate the code of conduct. And, and basically teams can use the code of conduct however they want to get rid of somebody they don't like. In the Corey Perry case, clearly... He had to go. He could not be around this team anymore. And all we want to know is why. There's a rumor out there that has circulated like wildfire that he had sex with the the next great big thing in hockey's mom on a trip, a team trip. And they're saying here in this statement, without saying that's not true, they're saying anything to that suggestion is not true and disgusting. Well, forgive us, but you've now opened up the door here for us to wonder what the hell was it then? They can't possibly be surprised that there's speculation like this over this issue. And yeah, Connor Bedard, if he knows this isn't true, if this wasn't true, they don't want any stain on Connor Bedard because he is the future of the game. He's this generation's Sidney Crosby or Alex Ovechkin or Wayne Gretzky or Connor McDavid. 
And now you've got this right at the beginning of your career. of your run, of your career. Yeah. If this is not true, the Chicago Blackhawks have an obligation to come out and address the rumor head on and categorically deny it. And they're not doing that. And Connor Bedard has every right to be angry here. Either way, no matter what happened, he's kind of a victim here. It's so awkward because I never even thought that they'd bring it up. But I'm, I mean, I'm, I understand why they would. I just wondered what that would look like. Like, could you imagine you gathered everybody for a formal press conference? Like, so, want to make it clear, we don't know if anyone's fucked Connor Bernard's mom. Maybe someone has. <laughs> but from what we know, Corey Perry did not have sex through old relations with Connor Bernard's mom. But someone might have. And by the way, I, just to go back on what I mentioned, I think that she's still married. There were rumors that they had separated. Uh, Connor Bernard's parents had separated a little while back. That could be true. Again, we don't even know if the initial rumor is true, guys. But if they separated a while back, the mom is feeling like, I need, I got to catch up on some shit. <laughs> why, <laughs> then, has, why has Connor Bedard's mom not said anything? Or why has Connor Bedard not oh, said anything? They well, must know the rumors out there. When you when you have that that contract, when you have that connection to the league and you, you did nothing wrong, you got to be very careful what you say. And your representative, your management will tell you not to speak until something needs to be said. So I'm not surprised that he's not speaking. He wants to be in good with the league. Perhaps he's already been told what he can say and when, and we don't know when that is yet. Uh, maybe he will come out with a statement at the end of the week. They'll bury it on a Friday, depending on when they play. When is he playing next? I didn't even look that up. Do you know? I don't even know if the Blackhawks play tonight. I don't like Chicago. Like what? A, <laughs> no, for sure. But what a distraction. Like, what a distraction. It's uh, tomorrow night. So if you're listening to this now, it's Thursday night. They have a game tomorrow against the Red Wings. If, if, I'm, if I'm Connor Bedard's mom, I don't want that rumor out there. If it's not true. If it's not true or if it's, if it's true, not true or either way. Well, if it's not true, you'd think you'd come out and deny it. And does she have any responsibility here? Corey Perry is going to lose his career over this. Well, I mean, he was toward the end of it anyway, but you're absolutely right. No one's going to hire him. Let's just put it this way. No one's going to be like, oh, he's free? Great. And like, tell him to call me. Yeah, they had to put no, him on waivers, no. and he cleared waivers pretty quick. <laughs> Everyone's mom's like, oh, where's he going next? <laughs> I'm just saying that he lost, uh, he was t- getting paid $2 million U.S. for this season, and he could have made another up to $2 million in incentives. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he, he lost out. He, he lost out. He lost a ton of fucking yeah. money over this, and mm-hmm. I'm just wondering... Did he have sex with her alone? No, she was there and probably a willing participant if that happened. No consequence for her. Does she have any responsibility there? Or can she just do whatever she wants on a team trip? Oh, Maybe she, she shouldn't be going she, on team trips she's anymore. She's not signed to any contracts. Well, that's what the question was brought up. And I wish I remember the sports show I was listening to at the time. There's a lot of great ones here in Canada, we know. But one of them we're, t- we're talking about, does this change even for the dad's trips, like regardless of who it is, do we change the family dynamic being brought into the league? Do we make it just all business? Well, do we say, fuck it? Not, not literally. Do we just say, forget about it though? Do we just do like the family skates? Cause they usually do like the family skates and everyone will go to the arena one day and that's the holiday party kind of thing. Do we just do, do that? No more weekends away. Cause that could be a distraction. This could happen to our team. Does this change things going forward? Uh, you know, it, it's real special. I think when they do that trip and I, I'm a little biased here cause next year, my son is draft eligible and here's hoping that he gets drafted. I'd love the opportunity to be taken on one of those dad trips and be able to see him in a, another city getting booed by the home fans, but standing for the anthem and playing the game that he loves. I would love to be able to do that. And I think every parent would love the opportunity to 
participate in that and experience it with their kid. Parents have got just as much time and way more money invested into their hockey or whatever career than the player themselves does. Parents were there just about every step of the way. So this is almost like a thank you for getting me to where we are. Now, I do see the rules changing. I see a scenario where, okay, we're still going to do the parents trip, but here's the deal. Uh, The parents are going to stay at that hotel like fucking 10 blocks away. We'll set it up so that you can have dinner with them, but then everybody goes their separate ways again and the team just goes back to being a team. I don't know if they'll bother with that. I don't know. That just seems like if you you want it, you'll go find it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I guess. But look, it takes a special situation. It takes... If this is true, again, we're going to say allegedly, it would have taken that special situation. A, Corey Perry would have had to step up and be like, yeah, I'm interested and make it be known. And and the mom has to agree and be like, yeah, I want that. You know, so it's it goes both ways. You have to have the magic pieces to, to fit. <laughs> you know what I mean? In order to make that whole thing even happen. And maybe it's happened before. We just don't know, right? Again, I've heard... This is not the first time that Corey Perry's been talked about in one way or another, kind of similarly to this. Is all I'll say about that. I believe it, too. I believe it. Uh, Oh, hey, here's something a little different. Last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. You told me that you wish I was somebody you never met. But baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way it was our last night I kissed your lips. That is the number one song of the year around the world. Morgan Wallen, who I dare, I'm going to sport a guess here, there's some people who listen to like top 40 radio that may not have ever even heard that song. Yeah. Biggest song in the world. Last night, Morgan Wallen. That's according to Apple Music, who just released their year-end list. And they're not the only ones that are out with their year-end lists. Um, Apple also listing Miley Cyrus Flowers in there, in their top, but their global artist of the year for them, Taylor Swift. Move on over to Spotify, top 10 artists globally. Number one, Taylor Swift. Number two, Bad Bunny, followed by The Weeknd and Drake. And then when it comes to songs for them... Their top song was Flowers. Radio beat the living shit out of that song, though. Like, I mean, I'm on the radio. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but it was a lot. I I just, for me, I'm just curious. Did did Spotify kick off Morgan Wallen or something? Because he's not even in the top 10 for the global songs list for 2023 for Spotify. Might be. Morgan Wallen, for those who don't remember, is someone who was at one point canceled. He was an up-and-coming country star, and he was booked to play on Saturday Night Live, and that was during COVID, and he was making out with a bunch of women He's in a, a bar. He's a rule breaker. He's a rule breaker guy. There That's was also he is. there was also some racism allegations, and well, and, it was on video, so I don't know if we can call them allegations. Well, but. I mean, I didn't see it, so we'll call it an allegation. <laughs> no, there's I, video. He said he he used some terms that he shouldn't have, but he he also apologized for it, and he totally he manned up to it, if you will. Yeah, and he also was right at the he was right at the pivot. Most people don't come back from being canceled. He was able to come back because they tried to cancel him at exactly the moment where people had had enough of cancel culture because we were canceling a lot of shit. So in a way, he almost got a springboard from being canceled to number one on Apple Music. Spotify, yeah, they might have dropped him. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm just I'm just asking because I'm looking on these lists and I... Oh, no, I do. I do see albums. He's, his album is listed in the top 10. One thing at a time is listed in the top 10. So for some reason, his song is not for Spotify, but it's number one for Apple. That's always interesting to me. Did they just want to be different? Maybe that's it, right? You just don't want to all be the same. Well, I mean, it did spend 16 weeks 
at number one. So hard to it's deny that it's the song of the year, but it's another one that you didn't really hear on on every radio station. You know, uh, some formats will find a way to play it, especially ballads, slow songs, love songs. You can usually play those on country stations, adult contemporary stations, top 40 well, stations, blah, blah, blah. And and Miley was one of those ones that got played all over the place. Yes, but, that's right. And even um, Luke Combs, like we played it on top 40 as well. Luke Combs, is that movie, that song, Fast right? Car. Fast Car was fucking huge. Another big song. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's the Apple Music stuff. Oh, yeah. God, we got some immigration news today. <laughs> we don't have a lot of immigration news. It's good and bad. Three quarters of Canadians think higher immigration is what's fueling the housing crisis and putting pressure on the healthcare system. Leger pulled a bunch of people and they found about the exact same number, 75%. So 75% of the country thinks that the reason we're in the situation we're in is because of immigration. But the exact same amount believe higher immigration contributes to diversity and uh, also increases our workforce and thus the tax base. So we know that they make us money. We know that they make us more culturally diverse, but we know we don't have any room for them. It's an interesting one. And if you want to read more of the, the down and dirty on this one, head to Global News. They've got a great article on it. It's a Leger poll from last week because we're kind of at a uh, a, a pivot point here. Even the CBC last night did a roundtable on whether or not we should dial back some of these immigration targets until we have houses for these people to live in when they get here. Good article. Check it out. Uh, Niagara Falls is getting a new attraction, Cat, You know that power plant right on the Niagara River there? Mm-hmm. They've been talking for years about what to do with that, and they finally got a plan. A $200 million transformation of that abandoned power generating station into a five-star hotel that they describe as world-class. The redevelopment is going to be part of the, they say it'll be the jewel in the crown of Pearl Hospitality's portfolio. Who's Pearl Hospitality? Well, they're going to convert this power station into a five-star hotel, and they know what they're doing because they also own the Alora Mill, the Cambridge Mill, the Ancaster Mill, Whistle, Whistle Bear Golf Course in Kitchener, Spencer's at the Waterfront in Burlington, and the Pearl Hotel and Spa in Burlington. And they all do it so well. I love every single one of those spots. I've had the chance to visit all, all of them, not necessarily stay at all of them, but visit all of them, and they're all lovely. You can picture this uh, this power plant, right? Do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I didn't even know there was an option to put a hotel in there, though. Like, is that's... I'm going to ask if it's safe. Obviously, it is because it's happening. But, like, I would have never thought hotel when I looked at it. Well, looking at where it is, I've got an aerial shot of it now. That's maybe 250 meters from the falls. In other words, once they convert this to a hotel, I'm going to assume there won't be balconies. Because if somebody gets drunk and does something stupid, they're going over the falls. There's nothing to stop you at this point. It's right on the river. This is going to be an expensive night, right? You go to that place, and it's going to have one of the most expensive dining experiences in it. The restaurant is probably going to be amazing. I could see it. It's going to be extremely expensive. But what are those? Like you mentioned, though, you're not going to get that anywhere else. That's going to be the only place you can go for that for one that up close, right? Yeah, it'll be a view of the falls that no one has ever seen, unless yeah. you happen to have toured that power plant. That's different. They say it is more than just a playground for the wealthy and elite. It'll offer impressive public benefits like a museum dedicated to E.J. Lennox. I guess he 
develop the power plant. Okay. There's going to be an- Oh, like Lennox Lennox? I guess. Like the brand? I don't know. Interesting. An art gallery, an event space, and even an observation deck that the public will be able to access for free. Yeah, that falls view it'll room from there is going to oh, look, look fucking uh, good. Freaking amazing. Like I, uh, hey, if they, let's put this out there now. Let's do it. Ready? Yeah. Hey, if they need some people to go and kind of test this out, like a soft opening, if you need some volunteers, volunteers, if you want some media to be a part of it, just call Scott and I once it's built. Yeah. Go ahead. We'd love to check it out. I uh, I go to the, the Pearl Hotel in Burlington a decent amount because they have a fabulous spa in there and one of the best RMTs I've ever had. Ooh. So while it is pricey, I love it. Mm-hmm. These people know how to do high end right and I'm here for it. You know what I just realized though when you mentioned that? Did you say parking? Like did you mention anything about building parking? No. I, I just, did not. I just wonder about it because I look around there and I don't see much. Cat, we're not building any parking. Have you seen all like, these condos <laughs> that we're approving? It'll be, hey, here's 900 units with 400 parking spaces. You assholes, you yeah. need parking spaces for every unit. Like everybody has a vehicle now. Like what are we doing? Minimum, minimum one vehicle. It's nuts. Oh, uh, happening in Ottawa right now, they're doing those CRTC hearings about the Online Streaming Act. Yesterday was Rogers' turn at the microphone and they had an interesting idea. They want all of the foreign streamers like YouTube, Netflix, companies like that. 2% of their total sales to be taxed. And what are we going to do with that tax? Rogers thinks we should give it to Rogers. They yeah. Want, <laughs> I swear to God, What's I'm new? not kidding. I actually laughed when I watched it. They think that the online streamers should be forced to contribute 2% of their annual Canadian revenue to a special fund that would subsidize private TV and radio news stations. Guess what Rogers owns a lot of? Mm -hmm. Private TV and news stations. They say they're losing subscribers to online streamers and they want more flexibility to compete with them. You want the flexibility of their fucking money to compete with them. Imagine that. Hey, 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 these guys, competition. Yeah, yeah. Tax the shit out of them, give it to us, and then we're going to fuck them. (laughs) How? What? What? That's one of the most anti-competition things I think I've ever heard. But I do understand newsrooms are broke. They need money. It's expensive to produce news. It is. And they're trying to find new ways to get revenue. I just don't understand why nobody wants to go out and hustle, work, and innovate. All they want is somebody else to get taxed and them to get the handout. It's kind of crazy to me. I don't know what the CRTC is going to do with this, but I do know that this is not going to end well for all of us. There's already new digital taxes that are supposed to kick in in January on those streaming services. If we then go to Netflix and YouTube and all those companies and say, now 2% of every dollar you make in Canada, you got to give back to us. Hmm. It's a tax and we're going to give it to the people you're competing with here. Prices are going to go up on a lot of shit. And I don't think people want to pay more than they're already paying. Or we'll end up in a scenario. No, people don't. Or we'll end up in a scenario like uh, Meta, where they said, okay, fuck you, we're out. We just won't be here anymore, not in this market. You want you want to charge us for news? Fine, we don't do news anymore. I could see Netflix and all those companies doing something like that, and we're going to get screwed again. Probably. Uh, speaking of getting screwed, you want to do this OnlyFans Corey thing Perry's here? mom again? No, 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 we're going to do OnlyFans. <laughs> we're going to do OnlyFans. Oh, OnlyFans, we talk yes. About, we talk about all these year-round lists. So we talked about, we'll, we'll dabble in them here and there on the podcast where we think that you guys would be interested. But OnlyFans is out with their end-of-year 
Roundup. And this one specifically focuses on celebrities, okay? So celebrities that are not known for being on OnlyFans. Because we know there's OnlyFans people, right? There's OnlyFans models, and maybe they're under that category, etc. I These, believe they call themselves content creators Content now. creators, fine. Um, <laughs> that's fine. No, nope, in all fairness, that's fine. And we have someone on the on the line here. Just hold on a second for them, because they, they are going to weigh in on this, because they're on OnlyFans. So... So Celebrity Less is here, and it's a freaking phenomenal to me. And I've heard this girl has been doing well on OnlyFans, but my God, I didn't know it was that much. So I'm going to do the top five, but we're going to like go down from five, and then we're going to move up to number one. So all time, we're going to talk all time, but also best of the year. So all time, Kanye West's ex-girlfriend, Amber Rose. Do you know who Amber Rose is? I think most people know. Didn't she? Was she with Kanye for a while? Yep. She's Kanye West's ex-girlfriend, yes. In fifth, $26 million dollars. On the platform is what she's earned for the last several years total, I guess. She charges $5 for a monthly subscription fee for her shit there. In fourth is former Disney star Bella Thorne, who's made $32 million since she joined. It doesn't give me a year here, but fine. That's a good amount of dough. Well, she was a Disney star, and then she takes her clothes off. I mean, there's sure. guys that fucking love that stuff. Sure, fine. Third place, Black China. Black China is no longer on OnlyFans. But even before she deactivated her account back in March, it kind of changed her ways. For those who don't know, Black China was with Rob Kardashian. They have a baby together. Then she went to, she went to court with the Kardashians and it didn't end well for her. She changed her life completely. She took the fillers out of her face. And one of those things that she did to change her life was leave OnlyFans back in March. Before that, she made $35 million. And she charged $19.99 a month to view her content. Wow. But she decided she didn't want to live that life anymore. Second. Okay, now we're getting to the good stuff here. Second is Cardi B. Now, this year alone, Cardi B made $10 million on OnlyFans. Now, she posts some not safe for work content, but it's not hardcore stuff, right? But it's a lot of music stuff and inside videos. She doesn't post on Instagram. She doesn't post on TikTok. She'll only put it on her OnlyFans. So if you're a fan of Cardi B, maybe you have that or maybe you just hope to see some butt now and again too. Fine. She's made $45 million all time. And I believe she started in 2020. Number one. She made that much money in three years? Yep. Holy shit. Yeah. If you're wondering if people have disposable income or have racked up their credit card, the answer is yes, they do. Wow. Number one, a woman well-known for one particular song and hasn't put out music in many years, Iggy Azalea. Here's the incredible part about Iggy Azalea being number one. She's not just number one for this year. She's number one all time, and she just started OnlyFans this year. This year, Iggy Azalea made $48 million. In one year? In one year. Do you know what she does on there? Like, does she, she get naked, or does she, like, little, touch herself? I, think or? She, I don't know the extent of it, but I know that she does have not safe for work content on there. Yes. Uh, and she was asked about it. Yeah. You know her, right, guys? Still a good song. Okay, all right. It was like a clueless spinoff. Yeah. Um... Yeah, fine enough song. She didn't really make it, though, as a singer. So now she turns to OnlyFans and is making more money than she ever could have dreamt of with her music career. Yeah. She's making Taylor Swift money, but for masturbating. 
Yeah. If <laughs> honestly, though, it's it's insane. If she's making that, then her net worth, by the way, before this, in case you're wondering, how much to have a one popular song that people still kind of like was 15 million. Her net worth was 15 million, roughly. So if it's 48 million in one year, that's a pretty fucking good year. But hey, I say to each their own. Do you want to um? Do you want to have a have a listen to this call from one of our listeners to the Scott and Cat show? Yes, yes. This is a call that came in this morning, and nobody's heard this on air yet. So this is a well. She'll explain. She's a content creator. Okay, I have a question about the whole OnlyFans revenue thing. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so are those numbers before or after OnlyFans takes their twenty percent? So I, th- that's a good, that is actually a good question. I don't know if the article says that or the recent report that came down says it. I, I believe that's gross sales. I don't think that uh, is take home pay. Yeah, it's probably not take home. Because I mean, I'm not going to, okay. I, I'm an OnlyFans creator. I'm not a model, but in two years I've made 35,000. Really? You made 35 grand doing OnlyFans? Yeah. Really? So you're a creator. What do you create? Yeah. What kind of content? Uh, the not safe for work kind. Oh, that kind. Yeah. Do you do that at home? Oh, yeah. Like, do you have expenses that come along with this, or is it just pure profit? Uh, well, I mean, technically, I should have expenses, but I don't necessarily record the expenses. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and you've made thirty-five yeah. grand in two years take home. Yes. Do you declare that on your tax return? Uh-uh, don't tell anybody. Okay, no, no, no. no. I, I'm just wondering what <laughs> yes, line you no. put that on. Do you do a monthly? <laughs> do you do a monthly plan? Or I know there's different options, right? Yeah. So I actually have two pages. I have a free page, and then I have a paid page. So my paid page is ten dollars a month, but it's not crazy. I mean, I have like twenty three fans on there, uh, and then I've got my free page, and it's got six thousand. But I make more from my free page with tips and stuff like that than I do on my paid page. Got okay, it. they give Got you it. like a certain number depending on the amount of views, I assume, kind of thing. Uh, no, they don't actually, OnlyFans doesn't pay me at all. They just take my money. You'll get tips it's and always, stuff? Yeah, it's Got tips it. and, and they're purchasing like content or requesting content, stuff like that. Got it. Wow. And then I've got like my VIP Snapchat, you know, and I sell that for $30 a month too. But So how much do you think roughly you make a month from doing stuff like this? Uh, usually about 1500 to 1700 Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Good for you. Right? Do and you like it? That, I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> these are all people that I have never met and have no intention of ever meeting, and they'll just be like, here's a bunch of money. Get that dough, girl. Thanks for the call. Okay, bye. That's a hell of a lot of money, Kat. That's a hell of a lot of Decent, money, right? I Se- mean, seventeen hundred a month for look, someone who lives right around here. And look, it's not it's it's not for everybody, right? It's not for everybody. And maybe you think you're not interested. And in, there's some people who just do like the foot stuff. I always joke with my friends about that when they talk about money. When they're like, "Ugh, I wish I had a side hustle." I'm like, "How about your feet?" Sometimes all you need is some foot shit. If you're okay with that and your partner's okay with it, post some foot shit. Maybe you'll get some money. Well, this is the thing. These people that are into feet, for example, that's a good example. Because then your face isn't in it, right? Your face isn't in it. All you do is, oh, here's my feet today, and oh, I'm going to crinkle my toes, or ooh, look at this. I can move my big toe. Well, and you and- take requests, right? You want it in Play-Doh? Fine. I'll fucking throw that shit in Play-Doh. Here's my toes in Play-Doh. Here's me putting on pantyhose. Here's me taking off pantyhose. Like, you don't really have to do anything graphically sexual, and those foot fetish people get right into it. They pay a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, they do. They do. You're thinking about it, aren't you? Are you considering? Maybe I could. <laughs> Maybe I could. <laughs>
How are your feet doing these days? Well, you know, it's funny though, because maybe guys are, I actually have really nice feet. There's guys out there who are probably thinking, ah, it's crazy that women can go on there and they just show off their, their titties and bam, they make a lot of money and guys can't do that. Yeah, but guys are willing to pay for it. And and I'm sure there's some women on there too. Absolutely. But well, last the, time I checked though, Tyga was like top 10. Ta- Tyga is in the top 10. Yes, I just mentioned the top five, but Tyga is in the in the top 10. And there's a few men, generally speaking, like content creator wise, there's a couple of men in the top 10 that have done quite well on the platform. And don't forget this platform's for everybody. This is for guys who like guys and girls who like girls and girls who like guys and guys who like both and girls who like both. It's for everybody. So really you just pick and choose your content and you pay per subscription. That's what you do. So if you like one thing, you pay two bucks a month and you get it over here and then you pay a buck a month and you get it over there. That's how it works. Do people generally have a problem, do you think, with OnlyFans? If I polled maybe 20 women and said, hey, would you have a problem with it if your guy was on OnlyFans? I'm sure a lot of them would probably have a problem with that. Spin it around, though, and say, hey, do you care if your guy watches videos on Pornhub? Less would care. And I think the difference is, is that with OnlyFans, you can actually interact. Now, you have to pay money extra for it. Per message and stuff like that. You can slide right into their DMs for a fee. You can ask them to do specific things that you like, but for a fee. And you'll get a private, I think you can even get sent private videos to you. So it's just for you. And that makes it more, like it makes it more satisfying for people knowing I'm the only one who gets this video. It's not posted on your public platform. Uh, But hey, how she just explained it makes more sense to me now because there's a public page and then there's a private page that people subscribe to. So the subscribers only get that subscribers page and her public page goes to anyone who wants to glance on it. She doesn't necessarily make money as you heard her just say. So it's interesting. I didn't realize that layer. I learn a couple of different things every time we talk about this. And by the way, I want to make it clear on the record, Chorus Entertainment, that I did just Google OnlyFans. I didn't mean to put myself in that red flag bubble, but I got a red flag for doing it. It was, uh, for, it was for the good of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> as per usual. Listen here, John Global. We've got to- <laughs> big content problems. <laughs> so <laughs> you just fucking wait until we're done. I was trying to see if I could see a profile for Tyga or see if there's a public something, but it won't let me on the site, of course. Like, Makes I don't sense. think he gets naked on there, does he? Or does he show off his wang? I d- People probably, of course, people are showing off everything. What happened to wang? How come we don't say wang anymore? You want to bring it back? That was a great term for a dick. I like schlong. Schlong to see, yeah. I'm just kidding. You I gotta don't. have the it's right gross. dick to use schlong. I really? Mean, not everybody has a schlong. Right. It might be a schlort. Well, I don't know and if it's gonna be okay. a schlort either, but. <laughs> Long should also be girthy. A schleeny weenie? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wang is the uh, word I'd like to wang. bring back at some point. Wang, where did it come from? That was a, an expression. When I was growing up, I remember yes. it was a thing. People called it a wang. But why? Yeah, I wonder what the what the s- initial source for wang was. There's been so many different names. So many over different the years. names. Yeah. You call it whatever you want. You just treat it well. Uh, we are way over here. <laughs> yeah, we are. Are we you good go. if we wrap this? We got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, we're back tomorrow with a brand new episode of After Nine. Uh, we could use a few more downloads. We're like close to a new monthly record. So if you don't mind, just go back and download a couple of archived ones. That would really help us out a lot. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.